Today's episode of The Ride Podcast is brought to you by The Click Ring. Wear the ring and show the world that you can live your line at clicring.com. Hello, fellow riders. This is your host, Rusty James. It is Friday, February 5th, 2016, and this is The Ride. It's Friday! Can I hear an amen? Friday, Friday, Friday! It's a busy time of life for the Rusty James family. My son's involved in a robotics team, which is going crazy with its schedule. Trying to build a robot before the deadline. So he is just almost daily doing something with that team. But he's up for the challenge. I've watched him mature quite a bit during this process. It's it's a really uh, it's a great thing for dad to witness. Lots of things going on in this season. You know, we're almost we're almost into spring, people. That's how I'm looking at it. We're not that far away from spring. Let me have it. But lots of things going on. I am saddened this morning. I heard word of a marriage that had broken and fallen apart. And uh, and it's hit a bad spot. So, um, you know, there's not a whole lot you can say except, you know, that God is still on the throne. God is still there to be leaned upon by both parties. Unfortunately, in many cases, there's more than just two parties, isn't there? You have the parents of the bride and the groom and you have the children. So it affects many. All I can say to folks who have gone through the situation is don't ever stop leaning on the Lord God. If you do you're going to rely only on your own strength and it's not going to be enough to sustain you. So anyway, that's all I wanted to say about that. I'm just praying for all those involved. You know who you are. I saw something this morning that got me thinking about issues in our life and I think it's such a simple thing but I'm going to believe the Lord is going to make it profound for us in the next 20 minutes. I noticed my wife had the wastebasket emptied in our bathroom this morning. So I took the, you know, took the bag out as I was headed downstairs. But what was interesting is before I took the bag downstairs, I I noticed where it was sitting. It was not near where the the garbage or, you know, the the wastebasket pail basket thing is. So I was looking for it because I had something to throw away and I was expecting that it was where I had been seeing it lately and I didn't see it there. I'm thinking, hmm, I wonder if she's switching it out or something. And then I turned to leave the room and then I saw it where it really should be. Because here's the thing, many of you remember that I had to replace the well replace the the wax ring under the toilet earlier this year 
And in the process of doing that, I had moved that wastebasket, which was right on one side of that toilet. I had moved it to another corner of this little room where the toilet is. And all this time, it's been sitting, you know, where I put it, so it was out of the way. I promise I'm going somewhere with this. So, for over a month, that thing has been sitting where I had put it to get it out of the way for that, you know, working on the toilet. And we just kind of got used to it being there. And when I looked for it there today, it wasn't there. And she had put it where it needed to be, where it belonged, where it should have been the whole time. We were just too lazy to move it. It was kind of behind the this door. So it was always, you know, hard to get to. And I know it's such a silly little thing, but it got me thinking this morning that many times in our lives we have these issues, these activities or thought processes or attitudes in our life that we kind of establish. And they're not necessarily terribly wrong. It's not like we're, you know, studying and researching to be a terrorist or something. But we have these things in our life that maybe aren't detrimental, but they don't bring much value. And and we, it's like that wastebasket in the wrong place. And the, it's not, it, I, I'm trying to explain this. Just bear with me, okay? trying to bear with myself it's not like it shouldn't be there but it's just not done right it needed to be in a different place but the point I'm getting to is we get in a groove or a rut maybe is a better word where that thing is not the way it should be maybe it's taking control or ownership of a part of your life where really you should be the owner of it but it takes effort to move it, so you just don't. It's like that wastebasket. Look at all the effort it would have taken me to move it. I mean, it would have taken 10 seconds to move it. But for some reason, I didn't. Nobody did. Why is that? Why is this even important? Well... In light of what I mentioned at the start of the podcast about marriages at break, sometimes these little things, these little things, if not dealt with, become bigger things. And if we're not careful, the big thing can break something. Married people, make sure that you are actively seeking the best for your spouse. And this doesn't mean that you're always going to Jared's, although I'm sure ladies, you've got no problem with that. Jared's is a jeweler, by the way, if you don't know what I'm talking about. It's not buying stuff to prove your love for somebody. Sure, I know that gifts is one of the love languages, 
one of the five love languages. So I, so there is some value to that. But I'm hoping and believing that some of the other love languages mean more to a spouse. Things like words of encouragement, words of affirmation, time together, touch. Get to know your spouse and get to know what turns your spouse on, if I can say that. Because you certainly don't want to be turning your spouse off. So I give you permission. Rusty gives you permission to turn on your spouse. God gives you permission to do that too. And you know I'm, I'm talking emotionally. And always, but I'm talking emotionally right now. Make sure that the emotional bank of your spouse is not getting dreadfully low. Take stock of your life. Make sure that all of your waste baskets and all of your issues and all of your attitudes and all of the things that you got going on are in the proper place. And just because things have been a certain way for a while, you can shake things up. You can put things where they belong. Maybe you've got certain things you spend a lot of time on and you've just, that's what you do. And I'm not trying to pick on husbands right now, but let's just say... Let's just say for the sake of argument that uh, you get together with, with your guy friends a couple times a week, go out and do guy things. And that's kind of like I'm equating that to maybe a wastebasket that's in the wrong position. You need to get things to the right position. Maybe that's okay. Maybe this guy's night out a couple nights a week is okay. But... Your wife is a higher priority than the guys. She should be. She's the one that you're going to grow old with. Guys are going to come and go. So here's the thing I want to encourage you to do. Put that thing in the proper place. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it necessarily. But if you're not spending more time with your life partner, I think there's something in the wrong position. The priority is FUBAR. I certainly hope that FUBAR is not a terribly bad term. I know it means something bad. I don't know what the acronym stands for, so I'm claiming ignorance. I just know it means it's not a good thing. So that's something to just be thinking about. Take stock. Take an inventory of your time, your attitudes, your opinions, your priorities. You don't want a small thing out of place to grow into a big thing that's out of place and break the relationship. This is, I just picked on the men, but it it works both ways. Ladies, you know this. I know my wife gets a lot of satisfaction when she's out with a girlfriend and they're able to talk about things that, you know, only girls can understand. And it's, it's true for the guy time, too. But make sure that it's all done with the right priority and purpose. Little things like that can get out of hand if, if you're not careful. And I'm just wanting you all to be careful. Cool beans. How do you do it? Because, you know, you, you, when you're away from your spouse, you can get into almost a gossip mode if you're not careful. You could talk bad about your spouse 
because your girlfriend or your guy friend sympathize with your attitude. And you got to talk to somebody, right? Well, be really careful if you are engaged in that kind of thing. The bond between husband and wife is supposed to be very strong and impenetrable, really. So there are certain things that you shouldn't be discussing outside of your relationship with your spouse. You need to know where the boundary is. Yes, there are boundaries. Indeed, if you have if you're having issues and things and you really need to talk to somebody other than your spouse, I think the first thing you might want to do is mention to your spouse, hey, I think together we need to talk to somebody because there's an issue that you know we should talk about. And I want to encourage the other spouse in this situation to say, you know, even if you don't think there's an issue, if your spouse think there, think, thinks that there's an issue and is a mature, and the mature response was, hey, let's talk to somebody as a team, I think you should go along with it. That's the mature thing to do for both people is to, is to talk through find a counselor that you both can trust, that kind of thing. Because if you don't, if you say, well, no, I think you're wrong. We don't have an issue here. You've just dismissed what they thought was an issue. And guess what? There is an issue there, whether you want to believe it or not. So if your spouse is mature enough to, to bring it to your attention and say, hey, can we talk to somebody about this? I'm, I'm really having a hard time. I, I want to get an opinion that's outside of the two of us, someone that we can trust. I think you need to open up to it. Swallow your pride. Maybe you, maybe you think that there's nothing wrong and you just refuse to think there's something wrong. I want to encourage you to swallow your pride, be humble, be like Christ, and go through the process of seeing somebody. It could turn some things around that you didn't even know were backwards. I don't know. That's just, that's just something that came to me just now. So I believe that that's a good, healthy thing to do. Because here's the thing. If you, re if you reject that, you know, we all need to talk about the issues that affect us. And if, if that can't be done in a good safe environment like that then that problem could be talked about at guys night out and it could fester into something really bad and you don't you don't want that well I do feel like I'm qualified to tell you that even though I'm not qualified to do counseling so much but I feel like I do have the qualifications to tell you that that is an okay thing to do. Praying together is important. It's so important. My wife and I don't do it nearly enough. But when we do, it causes our minds and our hearts and our spirits to align. And that is what you want in a marriage. It kind of can't get broken 
that easily when it's being unified in that way. It's like a rope. And with prayer and the Lord God and you and your wife, you're like a three-stranded rope that strengthens. If you're out on your own and you're out talking to who knows who about your problems, heaven forbid it's someone that you could actually be attracted to and you're talking to them about your marital issues, man, that is just opening the door and letting the lion in. Don't do that. Think of your family. Think of your kids. Think of your future you. Think about your future you when you are engaging in some of this wrong behavior. Think of the future you. Do you like where this is headed? And then you need to think of the future you when you are unified with your spouse you've committed to and unified with the Lord. Man, you can't stop that combination. So I'm hoping this has given you encouragement. I'd like you to stay in that Word of God. Find out what it says about the marital relationship and your relationship to God. Live in peace in your home. Pray for those who persecute you. And love the Lord your God with all your heart. What that will do is cause you to want to love your spouse with all your heart. And you will give your life for your spouse. And things will be the way they ought to be. And God will empower it as needed. And you will be able to walk into a future that is so blessed that you can't contain it. I pray that over you right now in the name of Jesus Christ. And I... We'll see you on the flip.